0: BeastNet is brought to you by James Safety Services and in partnership with Beast OCR. Here we discuss all things OCR and fitness related, running, endurance, conditioning, wrecking, and more. Welcome to BeastNet. Hey everybody, it's Mike with BeastNet here and on this this episode I have with me Claire Painter. Uh, Claire, introduce yourself a little bit and kind of tell everyone who you are and, and what you've got.
1: Um, so I'll I'll start where it kinda of all started. I uh there's a little race here in our local community of Omac, Washington in Okanagan County. Largest county in Washington State with the smallest population. Um so mm-hmm. it was a race that was set up at the Warrior Dash and, and we have a rodeo here that's uh actually next weekend where um People from rodeo stock come from all over, but the one thing that we're really famous for is the world-famous suicide race, which is um, the Indian culture here um, runs horses off the hill, and it just the hill is super steep, goes straight down to the river, they splash into the river, and they cross the river and run up to the rodeo grounds, and they do it each night of the rodeo, and the points all add up to a winner. So the human being yeah. want that same bucket list kind of journey um, we supply that in the OMAC Warrior Stampede. So that's kind of our signature thing is, like, where else are you going to wade across a river, climb up a really steep hill, and go to the top, do some functional stuff up there at the top, and then turn around and then just have the ability to just fly out the hill if you want. We have some people that really get some air and have a good time and... So there's footage on the on um, uh, the our Facebook page from last year, the kids that were launching themselves off the top of the hill. So we just have a permission to play on the hill and, and then it all goes down in Eastside Park, which is one of the coolest features in OMAC. And I think probably a really underutilized feature, but there's, um, it's a huge park, and it's right along the river, and rodeo grounds are there, and um, there's, like, a skate park and a swimming pool, and, and so we just meander through the Eastside Park for the course. So it's completely off the road, but, you know, it's it's a park.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so what do you have other type of things besides just playing on the hill? I mean, when you're meandering through the park, I mean, do you have obstacles? I mean, do you – I think I saw the video. Wasn't there I'm trying to remember. Wasn't there a so- few other things that you guys did?
1: Yeah, so the, I took it over last year. I had like two months to, to get it turned over to Claire and, and get the ball rolling, get people inspired to not let it waste away because this is where I started my – this is the first warrior slash obstacle course that I did. So it's progressed. Um, me, I'm a functional fitness person, so um, we pick up rocks and throw them over our shoulder. We roll big, huge round bales. You climb over a pyramid of big, huge square bales crawl through tunnels, have a wheelbarrow obstacle. So what I've done is I've kind of I wanna feature what we do here in the county. It's you know, it's ranching and fruit. Mm-hmm. Um there's fruit at the finish line for sure from one of the from the, one of the local producers here. Um it and it's just there's a obstacle or two, but you know, like we start out by running bleachers. So it's kind of a cross between um uh a stadium kind of thing. Um I'm really into watching the CrossFit games a couple of years back. They were doing the, the I was watching the team division. And they, they were all running bleachers as part of it. So that's, we, there's a quarter mile yeah. of bleachers at the beginning. <laughs> up and oh, down, up and down, up and down. Scary. Oh, it's really cool because the sound is just amazing. So we fry right, your legs nice. right out of the hole and then send you on about a four and a half to five mile jaunt around the park and, Cross the river, roll some round bales, carry some heavy. Sh- I'm gonna try and get a, a hoist in this year, but I'm try got to convince them to let me hang that sh- from one of the ceilings in one of the buildings. But um, but yeah, no, it's progressing and it'll change every year. Um, we just need more people to come over and have fun with us. So I, I've, I've got it briefed over lunch. Um, so it's, and I'm trying to get, you know, our local taco wagon and and maybe a barbecue place to eat, you know, feed you. So it's, I want people to come out and enjoy the park for from 10 to 2 on September 14th.
0: Nice. That's a, so it's September 14th.
1: September 14th. Is that what you said? 10 a.m. Eastside Park, Omac, Washington.
0: Nice. So, what you you said this was kind of what got you into it. What what made you decide to do this? I mean, what I mean, I just
1: originally. Yeah. So, um, like to to do to want to do a a, a, an OCR
0: (laughs) range. Well, both. I mean, one one. Wanting to do an OCR race and then wanting to run, I mean, manage an OCR race.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, to be a director, gotcha, race director. So, um, yeah. So three years ago, uh, actually it was four four winters ago in 2015, I was uh, called by a TV producer to do a reality TV show, and I don't mm-hmm. own a TV, so I'm going. I'm taking you down the journey of American grit. So um, I went there as a wild card because I was a fisherman. Everybody else was supposed to be athletes, and, and I was like, well, you know, I dabble in fitness, but I don't, you know, I wouldn't consider myself an athlete. So there was 16 of us, and we went to Eatonville, Washington in December, November and December of 2015 and filmed 10 episodes of um, ob- basically obstacle course racing. Um, through Mm -hmm. a packed forest down there um, in Eatonville. And camped on site some plywood building they built for us, and John Cena was the host, and there was four teams, four military advisors. Each team has their own advisor who doesn't run the obstacles with you but is there to, like, you know, cheer you on, give you advice, make some suggestions, and and just be your support system. And we were there for, like, uh, almost two months. And what ended up happening, we paired each other down, and I was one of the two last people standing. So me and my other team member, Mark Boquin, um, were the last two to hang oh, on wow. at the end. And so, so yeah, so the guy that used to have the Warriors Stampede approached me and said, hey, you know, like, you know, you want this or it's going to just die where it stands. So we've been struggling, having a lot of fires over here in eastern Washington. So battling the smoke, it's actually a month later than it traditionally is, because the last four or five years, we've just been smacked with smoke. And we still ran it last year. um, But I I put an email out to all the people that were uh, participating. There was only like 90 of us that did it last year um, and said, you know, what do you think? Should we cancel it and I'll try and figure out how to refund money or, or, you know, like she would just do it, and everybody uh, said just do it. I only had one person that pulled out because of the smoke, and um, we did it anyways. Had a great time. People were like, "Oh God, I was hacking for days." So um, I'm hoping that September will be a better month. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't going anywhere fast. So I just took a little bit yeah. of my money that I won and and, and purchased the rights to it and a few obstacles that came with it, and and sort of trying to I'm gonna make it my own. So that's where you know yes. picking it. There's definitely a strength component to it. So um, mm-hmm. that was the one thing that everyone was like, "Whoa!" Like it, a lot of pick heavy stuff. So um, after the fire, I ended up with a bunch of telephone butts. Uh, so we telephone pole bottoms, you know. So we, we flip some big mm-hmm. fence posts. Everything's designed so there's sizes of everything. I'm not saying that you everyone has to pick up an 80-pound rock, but there's 15-pound bowling balls that you can pick up and throw over your shoulder. So there's there's yeah. something for everyone. And, um, and it's all about go outside, run around, be a kid, in, a, in an adult's body, have fun.
0: Like what you hear? Make sure and subscribe and review us on your favorite podcast platform. Be sure to find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you're using YouTube, please click the little red subscribe icon, then click the little bell for notifications of future episodes. And if you could, give us a thumbs up.
1: I don't have enough volunteers to do a kids only. We did, um, it has had a kids only in the past. And if I can build this up and get a team behind me, um, and get help, I could do that. So what I've done is, um, for anybody that's interested in doing it with their kid, it has one adult, one child, and you just, um, you sign up as a warrior and then you just, there's another uh, category to sign up for an add on for your child is $10. So, and that doesn't start till noon. So my thought was that anyone that's a little bit more hardcore than, than the next person, they can come and run it as a Mm -hmm. warrior uh, and compete in the morning for their own time and then go back and, you know, get a bite to eat, refuel, and grab their kid, and then they have the choice to to do the whole course or do whatever you know part of the course they want to escort their child through. So basically, is if you want to take your child across the river, that's completely up to you. That is why you have mm-hmm. to be a parent-child thing. So, and you sign a waiver yeah. to do that, and we have lifeguards at the at the river. So, um, and it should be pretty low. It won't be that's any good. lower. You know, because like. Um, I was just, I, I go and swim in the river in one place, you know, and I could stand up at any time. Um, so some years it's a little higher, but right this year, we're pretty, we're pretty lean on water. So it's not really high and September will be as low as it's going to get before. Maybe we'll rain again (laughs) sometime.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Maybe. And I, that's why a lot of people. Yeah. And see, a lot of people don't realize because. Most people, they think of Washington, and they think of my side, the west side. Because I'm like, right, well, you're talking Eatonville. I'm about eight miles away from Eatonville, where I live in Piala.
1: Right, you're in the swamp.
0: So, <laughs> yeah, so we're in, you know, it's wet and it's nasty over here all the time. But they don't realize that you go to the east of the mountains, and you guys are completely opposite. You guys are desert and, you know, in the summer and cold in the winter. So it's like, you guys have yeah. seasons, we don't, we're, we're always the same.
1: <laughs> right. I, I grew up so. over there and then I went, I hadn't been there in like, I don't know, 20 or 30 years. And I went over there to do a battle frog with a group of ladies right after I'd been at the grit and everyone was like, I want to do that. So I, you know, there was like six of us and we went over there and did the last battle frog right before they canceled yep. along and had a great time. But yeah. I was like, I didn't even recognize where I was going. And I used to pick strawberries at Remlinger farms, you know, and that's where it was. And I was like. Everything was so green and overgrown. I was just like, "Oh my god, I'm getting used to being over here on the dry side, where it's super sparse." Yeah. Yeah. No, it's
0: you know, it's very green over here, and it's completely opposite on the other side of the mountain. So what's funny on the battle frog is that's the one I that's the one one of the races I never got to do because I broke my foot a week before, and my son did the race in my place, and that's and then they closed right
1: after so yeah yeah Yeah. no I I never got to do that one yeah I'm kind of I like my medals it's a big one it's really awkward and it it pokes you when you walk (laughs) but it didn't look like they changed their medals (laughs) enough you know and I was like I don't want a bunch of pokey frogs right yeah so when I was on the grit there was a couple gals that were obstacle course racers and they you know they had a house reality spat over, like, I'm better than you are. And, you know, it was it was hilarious. And I just sat back and watched all the house reality. Didn't really get involved because that's not where I'm at. But, um, yeah, and I was like, so if these girls are, you know, like, if they're OCR racers and they consider themselves competitive, like, I need to go do a Spartan race. So um, I did. And that October, um, so it was just, the, the, yeah, after they'd aired it, and I'd done the Battle Frogs, and then that October I did the Spartan in Seattle. And I had no idea. My sister dropped me off, and I was like, yeah, um, I don't know, three hours, I guess, maybe four. I have no, I have no idea. <laughs> so she went yeah. for a bike ride, and I ran it, and then I did it in three hours. And some lady looking over my shoulder was like, hey, is that your time? And I was like, yeah. And she goes, that's really good. And I'm like, you, really? That's awesome. You know? So, and, that you know, I got hooked. I was covered with weed seeds. And, and so I'm going to actually, it'll be the first time uh, for me to be back in Seattle for the beast in the fall. So I'm going to do the beast. And then I, I have a sprint that I need to use. So I'm going to do a sprint the next day. <laughs> um. So that's the, um, hey, no, I'll be there the, doing, I'll be the there weekend. with you doing it. Yeah. That's the weekend before. So then I, I'll go run home to OMAC and start getting all my ducks in line and, Oh, we have a slip and slide too. So I have like, I have to build that first too, so get it all ready to go because that's kind of fun. <laughs> Maybe rinse off nice. some of the sand from the river. But um, huh. yeah, so I'll see you. I'll get to meet you in <laughs> Seattle.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll be at the Seattle race. I, I do Seattle most every year. Actually, Seattle will be Seattle will be me finishing trifecta number two for the year for Spartan. Oh, good for
1: cause you! Because I'm actually yeah, I have to.
0: Next Monday, the 12th, I'm leaving for Hawaii to go do a full trifecta in a weekend in Hawaii. I'm going to do all three races.
1: I've heard about people like you. I've seen people like you, like a little bit crazy. This is what crazy looks like.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And it's one of those things, too. I'm not a small guy. I'm not a great athlete. I'm, I'm a bigger guy. So sometimes people are really shocked. They're like, you did what? I'm like whatever. I'm a big guy. It takes me a little longer, but I finish. So
1: you're a Clydesdale.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I, I like that. I'm a Clydesdale. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the women are
1: Clydesdale and the guys are Shires. I don't know, but they're big horses and they mm-hmm. they make they get the job done. Your body doesn't know it's not supposed to be that size. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> oh, so. You said it's September 14th, so it's the weekend after the Spartan races. How? What is the the cost for entry into the the race?
1: To be a warrior, it's sixty five, and to add your child, it's ten dollars more. And then, I, you know, they've got the little bells and whistles that every you know registration platform adds on, but it, I don't think it's much. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, That's awesome. I need to generate some people. I've got four people signed up, but this town is super famous, um, for waiting to the last minute to do everything. So I'm really going to oh, yeah. start, you know, browbeating people at this point. Like, Hey, you're like, I really want to get this guy to design me some t-shirts, but you know, like, Hey, come on, get on it. Sign up. Like, <laughs> so I do fitness here <laughs> no. in the community. So, um, I have a mm-hmm. lot of people that they're like, oh, I don't want to do it. And I'm like, well, if you work out with me, it's like, that's what I'm training for. All it's like, what are you training for yeah. i'm like oh, i train i do stuff i've been doing the Yancey camp elevation challenge which is actually um really a good idea it's hard to commit because it's it catches up to you. you're like oh shit i took the weekend off and you're like oh god you know but um i'm still in it and uh i try and get uh, my thousand feet in um as many days of the of the month as possible and if i miss it i'll you know get or three thousand in to try and keep me uh, treading water, but um, yeah, I'm, I, it, it builds strength fast. It, it forces you to run properly. It's been it's been a great journey. I, I, I maybe I'll just keep this tradition up. Hills are good, really good to build up those Clydesdale muscles, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You got to get the right muscles. So. The one thing I like, and I really actually enjoy, look forward to on that, on your race, is the fact that you say you use a lot of, a lot of what's there. Um, I love that. I mean, you use rocks. You use what, you know, you use what nature gave us. So, and, and that's one thing rock. I've tried really hard.
1: So, I'm going to challenge you to my rock. I got one that I, I have not got a confirmed weight on it but it's about 100 pounds and it's perfectly round and it will be wait, patiently waiting towards the finish line for anyone that's willing to pick it up there's 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 three or four big rocks and they range between probably 60 pounds and 100 pounds is probably the most and then there's lesser stuff you know by the time it's on my shoulder like but there's some cute yeah, videos on, the, yeah. on the, the the Facebook page of people like picking their, picking their rock. <laughs> but yeah. So I don't want to be, I don't want to have to build a bunch of obstacles. I, you know, like, so um, there's some local businesses that, that let me borrow equipment, you know? So um, yeah. I borrow, I borrow wheelbarrows. I wash them off and I return them, you know? And uh, so, yeah. And so that's, and, you know, Les Schwab comes and builds a big mountain of tires. I, I kind of call on the community to to be a sponsor and build an obstacle. That's your sponsorship. You know, like I'm all about advertising for you. And you, if you come and you're responsible and you tell me you're going to be there Friday morning at 10 to set that thing up, boom. That's one, that's the best way. And then um, so that's kind of how I have it set up. I, I do have a lot of stuff that I do myself, but I'm going to try and get more um, businesses from town that want to advertise who they are, and you know they got this is your obstacle. Decorate this area, make us want to stop by wherever you are. And Les Schwab's been a rock for years, and uh, and yeah. and T Three Ranch has got the big huge thousand pound square bales, and he builds a big pyramid. And and it's funny because that's actually harder than it looks, you know, because it's like hey, and it's scratchy, and you like don't want to get anywhere near it. <laughs> But you just have to commit, you know. So,
0: Just commit and yeah. do it. <laughs>
1: yep, that's it. Commit and do it. What did I write? Down yeah. Like get get sh- done. Like go out there and just move. Yeah.
0: shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you got to do. Oh. Yeah. So, how have you? Well, since you've taken over, how how do you enjoy it? I mean, how much is it? It sounds like you get a lot of help from the community, which is amazing. But what?
1: Um, I I wouldn't go yeah. like overboard on the a lot help. I have some rock solid people that won't let me down. But um, you know, yeah. volunteers. So it's not like running a, a running race. Running race, you just need water tables and you need finish line people. Yeah. And the rest of it kind of takes care of itself. Well, obstacle, you know, like you have tons of setup, teardowns. So I'm always looking for volunteers for sure. Um, I have to figure out if I can, like, do what I talked with the kids, the lifeguards about, is, like, two of you volunteer. One works the first two hours. The other works the other two hours. And then you run the race, you know. So yeah. um, that's that's all in the works and coming, uh, cause that, yeah, it's tough. Volunteers just like Spartan trying to get volunteers, you know, and, and trade you for a race in the future is, is, is where you kind of got to be at because that's the only way you're going to get commitment to know that your volunteers yeah. are going to be there. And, um, you know, it's small enough that, that I don't, you know, have to have 50 million of everything. There's like, you know, three or four choices unless it's rocks or fence posts, you know, but, and so if someone else is on it, you know, like I've waited in long lines at Tough mutters before. They were like, really, are we, are we, we're really going to stand here and get our heartbeat down and, and wait to jump over this yeah. log. And, and these people in front of me are struggling so hard. I just want to give them a leg up. They want to do it by themselves. Okay. Don't touch them. Okay. You got this. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. No, that's yeah. Yeah, it's a small town. So there's like literally, we had 90 people on the course, and you know, I spent two three days, you know, just down there hanging out. I I I I was <laughs> good thing I have my own insurance. I was setting up the balance beam, and this is the irony of the whole thing. I was setting up the balance beam, and I smashed my leg <laughs> last year. So um, you know, I people banded together and helped me out. Uh, break everything down because I was up pretty gimpy by the time. But Thursday before the r- race is on Saturday and I'm limping. I'm like, S- what happened? So I don't plan on hurting myself yeah. setting it up. I, um, I know how I'm setting the balance beam up. It's no big deal. So, <laughs> but yeah, I'm trying to get some fire hose. So you got some heavy fire hose drags that'll be filled with some sand and, you know, try and be creative. Use what is available. <laughs> Do you like tacos? Yes! Do you like having fun? Yes! Do you like to have tacos while having fun? Yes! Can you walk or run a mile? Yes! Good news! Beast's OCR Annual Taco Mile is back and happening now through the month of August. It's a virtual challenge that you can do anywhere. All you need is a place to safely walk or run and four tacos. Add in some friends, and you have yourself an excellent, super fun time! For more information, head on over to BeastChallenge.com and the Beast OCR Facebook group. That's BeastChallenge.com. Beast OCR! Takamaya,
0: Sign up today! Does your business need first aid, AED, OSHA, flagging, or other safety training? James Safety Services is your one-stop shop. Find them on Facebook today at James Safety Services Wall and ask for a quote on hosting your training needs. Yeah, so. Well, I tried to,
1: I hung up and I tried to call back, but yeah. Anyways.
0: <laughs> yeah, it went all weird.
1: So that always so was when, to I when I lost talking it. to my sister. Oh, um. Yeah. Oh, you know, I was I you. in the process. I was looking at my website and I should probably talk about the as many rounds as possible category. Oh, so yeah. So, we talk about the categories, break it down to bare bones. There we go. So, when you go when you go to the website, uh register, you can go to event categories, boom, explains everything I went through and I tried to word it so that it's like I I dumped it up so like it gives you instructions. So, no matter what you're doing uh, unless you're doing as many rounds as possible you sign up as a, a warrior that gets you in that gets you to utilize the the course then um, if you yeah. want to add a team it will ask you if you want to make a team so the first person makes a the team then everybody that follows in joins that team when they ask you if you want to be a part of the team that's pretty standard for registration then if you want to run it with your child yeah. there's a, a there's a spot where you click to the 10. Well, underneath that, if you, if you go down below that, there's as as many rounds as possible Amram. So, um, the course is Mm -hmm. open from 10 until one. And, um, you can do the course as many times as you possibly can squeeze in, but you have to, it has to be the time of your last completed round. So last year people got three rounds in a three hour window. So, um, and there was like twenty minutes or something, and you know, like so, if you you could do it, if you were a, a friggin' beast, <laughs> you could get a fourth yeah. one in there. So, um, but yeah, so it's the fastest time to complete the most amount of rounds. Um, and uh, yeah, last year everyone got a water pack, so there's a nice because there was like three or four people that did it. And I'm like, well, guess what? Everyone's a winner. <laughs> so, but. You know, you have overall king and queen of the hill. And then last year I had a team category for that, but I don't think I will because I think most of the people that are doing a team are more interested in just doing a team. So it's just a single competitor, as many rounds as you can, under your own power. Go get them. (laughs) The two guys that did it last year and then um, one guy and then a team, uh, a guy and a girl did it. And I was really proud of them because it was smoky and, you know, and they just, here they come. You know, pushing the wheelbarrow and then back into the bleachers again. And, you know, there was the culvert sections like they used to do you in the Bavarian battle. And I hated them then, so I decided to string three of them together just so you could all hate them. And by the time it was over, Melanie yeah. had figured yeah. out how to lay on her back and push through the tunnels with her feet. So, um yeah, yep. it gets creative. But I, I'm a I'm an Atlas glove wearer, and so um, I, I don't know if you know what Atlas nitrile gloves are, but I highly recommend a pair of those for the course so that when you pick yeah. up the rocks, flip in the logs and stuff like that, you don't get splinters in your hand. And I usually, you know, yeah. jog are great because my gloves go in my jog bra when I'm not using them, but I don't know what you dudes do. I don't want to know where you put them, but hey. <laughs>
0: you don't. You don't want to know. so
1: And then, you know, (laughs) knee pads, but I'm not sure I can get the culverts again. So I'm sure that will really disappoint all the people that struggled with them last year. Like, this sucks. (laughs) It was 60 feet of culvert in one fellow swoop. Uh, So they're hard on the
0: That does sound horrible.
1: Yeah, no, it is. Uh, Bavarian Valley used to be in Leavenworth. There at the little uh, ski hill, the cross-country ski hill that they have. Um, and they, they had these sections but they were only like a 20 foot section throughout the thing. And I was like, oh yeah, I hate those things, man. You hit them and you try and slide through there and your br- knees are all bruised, <laughs> but they don't yeah. do that one anymore. So, and actually there used to be one in the a little, uh, cross port and they do that at, um, the park down there by the Toyo Center. That was super cute, but that was gone too. So the warrior Stampede was a part of a trifecta and like, if you did all three and there was only me and one other guy that did all three of those one year. And that was the last year. Those other two were events. So, but yeah, it was our Eastern Washington, you know, mud run trifecta.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, that's one of the things that, you know, like I was saying, you know, before one of the reasons, you know, we reached out to you is we're, we're seeing too many of those little, you know, mud runs pop up and then disappear. You know, and we we want to help promote you guys the smaller ones and get more of those to happen. I mean, i like I said, I love the idea of yours of using what's in nature. I mean, it's you know right. I've heard so many times people like, "Oh, I don't have anything to work out with. I'm like there's rocks and logs in your front yard, dude, go pick oh, them up
1: yeah. <laughs> so, so I have a place called Barefoot Ranch. I have horses, um, and that's kind of mm-hmm. my main way of making money as I do restorative health care. And so, um, but I, I'm slowly setting stuff up, up here so that eventually someday this will be a place you can come camp and, or if you're passing through town, you want to bring family here and run around on the hills and do some obstacles. That's my dream, you know? And so mm-hmm. I, I kind of feel like the, um, the warrior races, if I do generate some funds, cause last year I put on a really expensive party for myself for my 50th birthday, <laughs> <laughs> and, and called it the Warrior Stampede. But anyways, um, uh, you know, I'm hoping that it will generate its own money so that I can, you know, permanently build some obstacles here on the property. I want to do a, a <laughs> frisbee golf course too, so that you can, because it's all no, about cool. how do I get exercise without really thinking that I'm getting exercise. So frisbee golf, we played it out on the sheep field at Christmas time with my family, and I was like, okay, this is, I'm totally into this, because now we're walking. You know, hell and high water over here and over there. And you got to, you know, bend down and pick up your Frisbee. And like, hey, we just got exercise and had fun at the park. Oh, what a
0: cool concept. And I think, I know, and I think that's what's missing a lot. Is I mean, you think about it, you know, back when we were younger, we didn't have video, you know. I mean, Atari and Nintendo were just coming out when I was younger. We didn't have that where you had video games. We went out, you know especially during the summer, I was home for dinner. That was pretty much the rules. Like, you know, when the street lights start coming on, you need to be home, you know? So I was out on my bike. I was out playing baseball in the field. I was, you know, doing all sorts of crazy stuff. And nowadays it's like, we're so into this technology that it seems like it's a hassle to get up and do any exercise. And it's like, You know, I graduated high school 140 pounds because I was always doing something, you know, and now it's just, you know, everyone, it's like, oh, wait, you want me to go do exercise? It's like, that's what we called fun. Yeah. You know?
1: When I was a kid, I had activity-induced asthma, so I was heavy and didn't, and they, I think that was in eighth grade when they uh, put me on some medicine. So then I started playing tennis and started lifting weights in high school. And and so I always wanted to run and play like the other kids, but every time I ran, I couldn't friggin' breathe. And so I've tightened up my diet, and I don't have asthma anymore, and, and you know, like I figured out what my triggers were, and I, I try and eat really clean, and I friggin' don't even know how old I am. You know, like as far as I'm concerned, I'm the same it's age good. as the kids that come to school. And they look mm-hmm. at me and are like, well, you're older than my mom. I'm like, not really. I mean, because I was never a mom, so I don't have a timeline. So, hey. <laughs> <laughs> or they say, you're an adult. You would understand. I'm like, oh, God, did you just call me an adult? That's harsh. Yeah. Harsh. Yeah, that's harsh. Evil.
0: That's
1: <laughs> I'm not adulting, no. I'm not. I could be a mentor better than a, an, a, an adult. Or someone called me, ma'am, I was like, you can't be talking to me. Nobody calls people ma'am anymore. <laughs> Am I really that old that you're going to call me ma'am? No. I'm not. Denial. No. no. Denial, no. Benjamin Button. <laughs> here I come.
0: There you go. All right, on. So, so, your your dream is to pretty much make it so this is this? you have your little ranch. What was the ranch called again?
1: Barefoot Ranch.
0: Barefoot. See, that sounds amazing to me because I'm one of those people, if I could get a get away with it, I would be barefoot every day. So I would rather walk around with no shoes on. And yeah.
1: I run in in five fingers and people look at me when I show up at an obstacle race and they're like, you're going to run in those. And I look at their shoes and go, you're going to run in those? Like, how can you feel where you're putting your feet? Like, I know exactly where I'm putting my foot down. And if I'm putting my foot down and something's underneath it, your body knows how to give so that you don't put all your weight on it. So I just yeah. um I'm a I drive around the county doing hoof care for horses so I listen to books on tape and I I'm someone gave me Board to Run a long time ago by Christopher Madduel but I'm a really slow reader so I mm-hmm. got it on Audible and and I actually am starting it for the second time because it's such a great it's such a great story with so much really valuable information on how to how to build strength to run and 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 why there's so many people that are suffering from running injuries um, because and it's all about learning how to run barefoot because now you can't run incorrectly your body just doesn't let you your running cadence and form changes depending on what kind of shoes you put on your feet. So I've been doing barefoot running uh, for probably seven years now. And I transitioned to barefoot when I did my second high ankle sprain. I was like, I'm done with shoes. Forget that. Roll my ankle when I'm in, you know, who wants to land on a big piece of foam? There's no stability in it. You can't, your, your, your proprioceptors can't talk to your brain about what's going on. You just landed wrong. Like, oh, there goes my ankle, boy, I didn't need that right now yeah, I was in a walking cast for and, and you know like kind of imoperable for almost three months before I could start start doing stuff again, and you know it sucked, but now I'm happy to yeah, right. not in, I'm pretty injury free I take care of my body, do a lot of mobility and stuff, but yeah,
0: yeah. Cause you I've thought about the five fingers. My biggest problem is, is what three three years ago? That's about three years ago now. I broke my left foot, and I mean, I I broke oh, yeah. it good. I, I had a yeah. I had a ladder come down and basically guillotined my foot. So it broke all the way across. All you know, I broke all five metatarsals. Um,
1: right.
0: And my problem now is if I don't have my my foot isn't the way it's supposed to be anymore. It healed no, but not. it's not healed <laughs> what it used to be. So it's like if I don't have some kind of arch support, I get horrible pain in my foot because it's my foot's flat. It's flatter than it used to be. Like I had to go a size my left foot is now like almost a size bigger than my right because of all the yeah. damage. Sure. Yeah. So and no, that's where my blood. problem is trying to find the right shoe for that.
1: Oh, yeah, no, there's more bones in your foot than anywhere else. And and oh, yeah. um, the feet, so, yeah, so in the days of torture, they used to smack people on their feet because you have so many proprioceptors on the bottom of your feet that your feet, your face, and your hands are, like, three most sensitive places on, you know, like, you can, you like, inflict some serious pain on them. And your yeah. feet are your foundation. And so, as soon as your your foundation is a little messed up, and you can't just go in there and rebuild the corner, You're but you can um, re- rebuild muscles in your feet to you know to help. Yeah. But yeah, it's stabilizing. Yeah. No, I'm I'm well aware of the leg that I've done two high ankle sprains I'm for sure. I have to do extra stuff yeah. on on that side. Keeping that my range of motion is not as good over there. and, You know, and these people that have plates in them, you just have to, you know, now you're an adaptive athlete. (laughs)
0: Yeah. And it's one of those things. I mean, it's as you, you know, as you get older, you start, your body doesn't forget that stuff that you did when you were younger. You know, I've had two bum knees. I've damaged both my knees and all that stuff over the years. And now that I'm in my 40s, it's like my knees remind me of, you know, the damage I did years ago.
1: Do you remember back when when you thought you were invincible? And yeah, who stabbed you on the shoulder? Yeah, no, every injury you've ever had, well you'll be aware of it again someday. I you know, try and try and instill that in kids, but you know, like you don't have that whole preservation until you get older. You know, the no. innate one that you can No. Like. No. I'm full ahead. Boys are worse than girls, but you know, girls can be pretty oh, yeah. very, very humble. Oh, well, they can be.
0: <laughs> They can be. Yeah, see me, yeah. it was one of those, like, my, you know, like my left foot now. I always just laugh at those people when they talk about, you know, oh, I know when it's going to rain because my knees will ache. Well, that's my left foot. My left foot, I'll, I'll know. It'll be like, oh, it's going to rain in about an hour. Everyone's like, why? I'm like, my foot's aching. I know it's going to yeah. rain. You know, and it's, yeah. It's so, it's so, crazy. So
1: that's your barometer. Yep. My left foot. That's actually your surgery. Oh. Your sigil, the sigil of your house, should be your name. My left foot.
0: <laughs> my left foot. <laughs> yeah, there's
1: a there's a logo yeah. there somewhere, I'm sure.
0: Oh. There, there has to be. Oh, so on the race, so like you said, it's the 14th, and it's 65, 65, bucks plus, you know, the the charge stuff like that. So, is there anywhere over there like that you would recommend if? people were coming over to camp or like hotels or stuff like that. Cause most of us coming from this side, you know, we're, we're not going to want to just drive over and drive back. So where where would you suggest people stay?
1: There is a campground in the park. Um, and then there is a campground at the fairgrounds, which is just down the road. And as far as camping in town, you know, like close, those are the, the two big ones. But, um, uh, Best Western usually teams up and, and does a um a price reduction for people that are doing the race. Um and then the mm-hmm. Twelve Tribes Casino is uh, a sponsor as well and they're they're kind of a more bigger sponsor. They've been around since the, it began. And um and so the casinos over there, um I'm I'm gonna to I'm gonna go and visit them and see if they are interested. But I'm on the tourist board here in, in our county. It's Okanagan country.com and um it has if you go on the website there it has extensive lists of of places to stay um camping and all that kind of stuff is on there at your fingertips um let's see what else but uh but I, if i was just coming from seattle i was going to come over on saturday want to hang around the river and 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 swim you know and and camp i, I don't have to check on the dates for what how late the campground is open there at the um at the park but there's a certain amount of uh, rv hookups i don't know how busy they are but the fairgrounds has their you know it's it's more like uh tent camping and stuff there i think they have rv hookups too yeah. for people who want electricity um someday i'll have some hookups at my place <laughs> but not enough to, for the whole so um, for maybe a small handful of people But, um, yeah, so that's the other thing is it's all about um, promoting our county, too, is that this is a gem. And if you like outdoor stuff, we're your place. I mean, if you do cross-country skiing, there's more cross-country ski trails in the Meadow Valley than anywhere else in the world. And, you know, we have a cute little uh, ski hill that, you know, that, People fulfill their winters there, and there's lots of groomed cross-country ski trails, and um, wintertime sports are big. And then uh, summertime, you know, like, it's a mecca. You can go up to and Camp up there um, by the ski hill. There's a sweet little, uh, like, campground, sandy cans only, but you're in the woods. It smells like pine trees. It's just awesome. And you're out of the bubble. That does sound awesome. Yeah, I know. The loop. See, that sounds down. awesome. Yeah. I
0: love being out of town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, See, <laughs> I always worry I have I say I have bad luck with OMAC. I've driven through OMAC twice and both times my motorcycle broke down. Like it just Well I don't know how to fix motorcycles.
1: But you know you know like I live here now so you could call. <laughs> I got a truck. There we go. The motorcycle up, truck and trailers. Uh, well, don't so, ride the motorcycle. Bring, you know, come in and carpool
0: yeah. or something. <laughs> well, oh, well, there's carpool. I said I used cool. to go over there, I, I had a I had a girlfriend years ago and her family used to go to Lake Concanelli every year.
1: Oh yeah, that's yeah. Which I is love, over Yeah. There's we'd go over there and I, it
0: was always Yeah, I always loved Conkinelli, so I just remember there was a nice little restaurant that had a train that went all through the whole restaurant. I can't remember what it was called. It's like Mr. Magoo's or something. I don't remember. It was something crazy, but it was yep. awesome.
1: You got it, so. Magoo's. A friend of mine and her mom. Magoo's. Was at that town. Yeah, Magoo's.
0: <laughs> right oh, I loved street. that place. They had the best burgers. Yep. Oh,
1: cool. Yeah, cool. Well, every small town has got to have their their you know their diner breakfast spot kind of thing. No, it's good. We have our oh, yeah. we have our Kenage uh, board meetings in the back of that place so nice. yeah small towns are great so so in yeah. all honesty conchinelli is like from uh from the stampede in Eastside park rodeo grounds there um maybe
0: huh?
1: 18 miles and then the loop is probably like 15 miles for like if you want to get out from town the loop is dry conchinelli of course has lakes the in town yeah. you've got at eastside Park you got the river yeah I've just been going and swimming in place in the river and the horses are it's they're nice. having their uh, uh eliminations for the horse races so on the weekends the mm-hmm. last Saturday I was down there hanging out and watching them practice run off the hill and and it's cool because during the rodeo it's dark you know and so Sunday is the only day you can watch it during the daylight the rest of the time it's around ten o'clock at night and the lights are on and you like, you can kind of see what's going on, but not really, <laughs> yeah. but it, you know, they definitely spotlight who's, who comes in the arena. Sometimes you just get a horse and, you know, the white riders walking in behind them <laughs> fell off at the bottom of the hill or whatever. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, I I've been happens. going down there swimming and, 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 and dinking around in the river. So it's warm. It's not too cold. It'll be fun.
0: Nice. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like it's gonna be a, it's a it's a fun race. It sounds awesome. So, I mean, I look forward to. It. I'm gonna have to after this episode's air. I'm gonna have to see who wants to go and maybe get a whole, you know, beast carpool and just head on over there and do it. So, I yeah, know, and I, I, know I, Don, I know Don. I know want to do it because I think he has some family in OMAX. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah.
1: Um. So share the um. I don't know. Can I post um, something on the Beast OCR? Can I po- post a flyer, or yeah. no? Do you guys have to do that? Anyone can post on there?
0: No, it probably has to go through me or set one okay. of the other admins. You know, we could we could post it on there. But I'll post it. I'll post something on there about it, and then I'll make sure when we post the podcast, I'll put a, a link to your event and to you know web oh, webpage Warriors. so yeah. that people can go there and start oh, yeah. signing up yeah, the O-Mac yeah it, so people can get signed up and do this
1: Yeah no that would be awesome if we could if we could generate some free more people that that's great um oh, yeah. It's, yeah that's how we, how we grow this stuff <laughs> we do that to get more oh, yeah. people and um but uh yeah I just I, I put up a, an event um you know on the on Facebook and so I, for some reason, I'm locked out of. um, well, that was weird. I'm locked out of Instagram right now, so I'm trying to figure out how to get uh, so that I can start posting on Instagram again because I really like Instagram. And it's
0: yeah, it seems to be the one a lot of people are going to. I I prefer I prefer Instagram a lot more than Facebook. It's a lot a lot less confrontational. So yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Facebook's gotten yeah. very confrontational, and Instagram's just fun pictures and it's it, it's fun so yeah so definitely
1: definitely so I just yeah I'm kind of a computer dinosaur so um like you're talking about having bad luck in oh my I'm really good at crashing computers <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> and I only got on <laughs> Facebook after the grit you know they were like oh well my family wanted to see the building project but but so they're like, you need a, a Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, and I'm like, okay, well, I can do the whole Instagram, but I'm not, I'm not tweeting. I couldn't understand it. I was like, why? Like that's yeah. A time. <laughs> I have other yeah, things to do. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I right like, on. I like Instagram is awesome. They're, they're kind of getting a lot of ads on them now too. So where I don't see people's stuff, I just see. I just see ads. And it's like, yeah. how do I get into that bracket? I actually want to see people doing cool shit, but I have to go and search for them now. Yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think Facebook's a little bit like that, too, where they just, all of a sudden, they just inundate you with stuff, and you don't see, like, you want to go in and clear house. Like, get, all, get out of my way. I can't see my friends.
0: <laughs> yep. No, I agree. Oh, so we're getting close to that one-hour mark, which is kind of where I like to to keep these. Um, Well, what would you like to say to the listeners of BeastNet? I mean, a quick – how would you convince them that they should be out in OMAC on the 14th doing this race?
1: Because outdoor adventures grow stronger people. So we're pitting you against um, Okanagan's um, rural aspect. And we all believe that we're, we're you know, farm tough because we hay bales and stuff like that. So, come on over. Red Rover, Red Rover, send the beasts of OCR on over. Come join You got us. it.
0: Yeah. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for talking to me. This has been a blast. And I definitely look forward to getting over to Okanagan in September. So... Yeah. Thank you for talking to me. This has been a blast. And yeah, thank you.
1: I'll try and find you in Seattle. All
0: right. I'll be there.
1: Okay. And have a really fantastic time in Hawaii.
0: Oh, I will. Thank you. (laughs) Cheers. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet Podcast. If you haven't done it yet, find us on Facebook. Like and share the podcast. Give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. All these things will help to expand the show in the future. This show is brought to you by James Safety Services in partnership with Beast OCR. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you like to hear. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or at beastocr.com.